Super Talk Mississippi media production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. CorinthAutoGroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve. All right, good morning. Welcome in, Mike, in the morning on this Friday. It is great to be with you, as you always are. I'm Michael Borky. Uh, great, great to see you, even though, sadly, even though I just got off uh, of a kind of uh, depressing phone call if you're a baseball fan in the state of Mississippi. So baseball um, disrupts our radio show in the afternoon. Uh this time of year when they start at four o'clock. So we we air Ole Miss and Mississippi State baseball games on all of our stations. Some of them air Ole Miss, some of them air Mississippi State. And this time of year, when both teams start at four o'clock, it really disrupts, as you can imagine, a radio show when we don't really have any stations. So I just got off the phone uh, with one of my colleagues talking about the plan for this afternoon. And sadly, it looks like we are um, not going to have very much baseball today. The weather right now, so I'll just pull up uh, Oxford. It's really no different in Starkville today. Not much anyway. Um, there is a 100% chance of rain until noon, and then that stops for a couple hours, and then at 3 o'clock it bumps up to 60. At 4 o'clock it's 80, 5 o'clock 80, 6 o'clock 97, 98. 90. So baseball may not be something that happens for you this weekend, at least uh, as scheduled. I mean, I guess there's possibly a window on Saturday to play a couple games, but Sunday also looks just absolutely miserable. So we are uh, kind of in trouble when it comes to uh, baseball this weekend. The weather outlook is just not, not good at all. And, um, yeah, we are planning on doing the show uh, as scheduled today because we do not anticipate baseball being something that happens this afternoon. I hope I'm wrong. I, I really do. I'd love to see some baseball this weekend. I know you would love to see some baseball this weekend, but probably probably not going to happen. But today, I, I'm not talking about baseball. So we had a huge thing break in the NFL yesterday, and I'm so excited. I mean, I'm always excited to talk to you. I'm fired up about this conversation, though. I've been thinking about it really since it broke yesterday. What was it, about noon or so? Maybe a little bit after. Um, Russell Wilson's trade request. And we're not going to spin it around here as anything other than a trade request. And the teams he included on it, and they both, I mean, I would be talking about this regardless. Whoever he put on the list, Russell Wilson potentially being on the move is a huge deal. But because of who he put on his list of teams he wants to get traded to, one being the Saints, one being the Cowboys, there's a whole lot to unpack when it comes to this story, especially when it comes to your teams here in the state of Mississippi, the ones that you love. I've been fired up to talk about this. I've been thinking about it since yesterday afternoon, and uh, here we go. First, though, the YouTube page is up. We should be streaming right now on my YouTube page. Here's the thing about my YouTube page. 
Uh, I have zero subscribers. This will be my first video on YouTube ever. And uh, I've got to dress up the page and stuff like that. I didn't realize how custom you can make YouTube with like banners and all that stuff. Uh, It's very minimal, but it is there. So if you are a YouTube person, if that's your preferred method of uh, watching live video, I I hope I'm going to incorporate some not live content into my YouTube page as well. But for now, this will be on YouTube live every single day. So just search my name and subscribe to my YouTube channel and uh, you can watch this there. I would love to have you. I've been told many times that YouTube is your preferred method of conversation here anyway. So search my name, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are live on YouTube now. Uh, We're going to make some adjustments to like my overlay and stuff. I got to put the YouTube logo on there and uh, make this look a little bit better uh, for you. I'm going to get my wife involved in that. She's got a creative eye. She's the creativity in the relationship. I'm, I'm the, uh, I'm more of like the nuts and bolts. She's like, got the artist eye, you know, she, she's very good at stuff like that. So we're going to make some adjustments here to the overlay and do some design elements on the YouTube page as well. While I'm doing that, I'm going to add it on the screen, but subscribe to the YouTube channel. Would love to have you on there. Also, follow me on Twitter at Michael Borky. Subscribe to the podcast. Again, uh, I think you have to search Mike in the Morning now. We're trying to get it to where you can search my name, but Mike in the Morning will get you subscribed to the uh, podcast wherever you get them. Search that and you'll get it there. So all of that out of the way, let's talk Russell Wilson now. How did we get here is a really, really, really good question. Basically, News broke yesterday out of The Athletic, and they wrote that there is some disconnect. Now, we've known that there was a little bit of frustration between Russell Wilson and the Seahawks because he went on the Dan Patrick show and basically said, I'm sick of getting sacked. I'm sick of it. I would like to be involved in personnel decisions. And, you know, you raised an eyebrow thinking, whoa, wait a second. That sounded like a guy that wasn't happy to be there. And then a few weeks later, here we go. Um, The Athletic had a report yesterday that uh, said that possible destinations for Russell Wilson, because he is unhappy with how things have gone. There was a uh, apparently a meeting, uh, according to The Athletic, that Russell Wilson had a meeting with uh, Pete Carroll and um, some other offensive personnel about uh, shortly after the Super Bowl, specifically about the offensive line issues per The Athletic. A plan, quote, wasn't relayed to him, at least not to his satisfaction. And Pete Carroll told the quarterback to, quote, have faith. And uh, apparently that did not go particularly well. Um, The Seahawks have drafted two offensive linemen in the last three drafts, both of which were in the middle to late rounds. They have not made that a priority in drafting. Apparently, Russell Wilson is unhappy with that. And... Here we go. The Athletics' initial report said the Dolphins, Jets, Saints, and Raiders were the teams that were possible destinations. Adam Schefter uh, refuted that a little bit, and here was his latest yesterday. He said, quote, Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson has not demanded a trade, but his agent, uh, Mark Rogers, told him at ESPN that Wilson told the Seahawks he wants to play in Seattle, but if a trade were considered, the only teams he would waive his clause to would be the Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, and Bears. Now, if we're being honest, one of those teams is not like the other. The Saints are significantly better and better equipped to be uh, an instant contender with Wilson than the other three. But um, if you're giving your team a list of names, 
It's a trade request. It's a very specific trade request, but it is a trade request. And when we had that spin all day yesterday, oh yeah, Russell Wilson, he really, he really wants to be in Seattle, but oh, by the way, here's a list of teams that he wants to play for. It's a trade request, no matter how you spin it. It's like if you were, you know, you had a girlfriend and you told her, hey, hey, babe, I'm happy with you, but I'm going to start texting Cindy over here. Just see what she's all about. You're not happy with your girlfriend if you're doing that. Um, That's really what it comes down to. This is a trade request. This is a guy that is unhappy with his situation, feels like his voice is not being heard, and has considered and looked at the NFL in totality and gave his team four teams that he wants them to listen to. This is a trade request. No matter how you spin it, no matter what way you want to turn it, when you give your team a list of names, it's a tra- it's a very specific request to be traded. That's what it is. There's no other way to spin it. And of those teams, like I said, one of those teams is not like the other. It's very simple. Uh, New Orleans is the best option. It makes the most sense for him, without a doubt. When you're asking of these teams, who makes the most sense It's not even close. Not even close. That is New Orleans. And here's why. It's really simple, but here's why. Uh, They have everything he wants. He wants to compete for and win a Super Bowl. This roster, regardless of what they have to give up to get him from Seattle, this is a roster that is Super Bowl ready right now. They can win a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson as their quarterback. Most importantly, though, it would give him a seat at the table, which is what he's so frustrated about in Seattle. And everybody's got an opinion on that, right? I mean, you've seen it. We had it on on the radio show yesterday. Richard uh, did not think that um, Russell Wilson should be involved in personnel decisions. There's an argument to be made that quarterbacks um, are not general managers. The general manager should be the general manager. He makes the decisions and the quarterback plays under his gaudy salary. There's something to be made by that, but everybody's got an opinion on that part of this. Uh, Like I said, they've drafted two offensive linemen in the last three drafts. Both of them were mid to late round guys. Number two, he is their guy. He is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He is their franchise. And the personnel decisions that they have made and not made very good ones directly impact him more than any other player on the roster. If, you're, I don't know what business you guys are in, um, but if decisions were being made within a company that directly impacted me the most, I would like to be involved in those meetings. If it, if it dictated my future, my longevity, my ability to make money, my ability to be successful, I want to at least be in the meetings. I understand that the people that sign the paychecks, the bosses, make the final say. But I would like to at least hear the thought process of something that directly affects me the most. Um, but more importantly, even if you disagree that Russell Wilson should or should not be involved in personnel decisions, whether or not he uh, belongs in that room, from his perspective, other quarterbacks get it. They, they get the seat at the table. They get to be involved in personnel decisions. They get to be involved in game planning and offense and strategy. He's seen it everywhere. Tom Brady. I mean, honestly, if Jameis Winston 
was still in Tampa Bay, would they sign Antonio Brown at his request? No. At least in my opinion. Brady has a seat at the table. Aaron Rodgers got a coach fired. Seriously. Aaron Rodgers had so much influence that a coach got fired because of him. Drew Brees, which is why the Saints are on the list, and we'll get to that in a second. Drew Brees has been heavily involved in personnel decisions, those kind of things in New Orleans. There's a mutual respect there. There's a really good quarterback-coach relationship in New Orleans. Now, maybe you don't think Russell Wilson is on Drew Brees' level. I think you're crazy, but maybe you don't think he's on that level. But he looks around the league and sees other quarterbacks with seats at the table, other quarterbacks that have a great relationship with their coach and their front office and are heavily involved in every aspect of the franchise. And you try to get the same in your franchise and you don't get it. Wouldn't you want to go somewhere like a New Orleans who would let you be heavily involved in really everything? I would. If I were Russell Wilson and I look around the NFL, and other players, other quarterbacks are heavily involved in franchise decision-making, the offense, personnel, everything, and I'm not, I want to go where I can be. Whether or not you think he belongs in that conversation, I don't think it matters. If you're in his shoes, you would want what he wants, I think. You would want what Drew Brees had in New Orleans. You would want what Tom Brady has in Tampa. Heavy involvement in how they conduct their business. I would want it. He wants it too. But anyway, that's not important. I just, I've seen so many people with, somebody on Fox Sports Radio said that uh, Seattle should punish him and send him to the dysfunctional Raiders, even though apparently that's a place he wants to go and let him learn what dysfunction really looks like. They should punish uh, Russell Wilson. So everybody on this part of it has an opinion on whether or not he should be at the table. That's losing the What's the expression? Missing the forest for the trees. That's not the biggest storyline here. He wants what other quarterbacks have. It doesn't matter because the trade request has been put in. It's a trade request, and it's been put in, and he's got four teams on it. So the question is, one, how does New Orleans get him? And two, does Dallas get involved in this deal? I mean, does Dallas... Do they feel like they should go after Russell Wilson? Do they feel like he's a significant upgrade over Dak Prescott? Because they can sign Prescott to an extension. I think that's the most likely scenario. But they can sign him or they have to give up stuff to get Russell Wilson. Now, do you think Russell Wilson's that much better to where you're willing to give up a lot to get him instead of having... Prescott signed for an extension, and you really don't have to make that many personnel decisions. But one, how does New Orleans get them? Uh, First of all, I don't want to hear about the salary cap. Uh, I know somebody that does radio in Louisiana, and uh, he put on Twitter yesterday that he is sick of callers saying that the Saints can't do it because of the salary cap. Don't worry about the salary cap. That that is the most overinflated, tired talking point when it comes to the Saints and their ability to acquire a quarterback if they want to do that. The salary cap is something that can be manipulated. They've already knocked $30 million off of it anyway, but you can manipulate it by multiple ways. Number one, they're going to cut some some dead weight. That's going to happen. They're going to cut some dead weight. Um, 
So that'll help save them some money. You have uh, at least one piece in the secondary, a linebacker, and at least one offensive lineman that they are going to separate themselves from. They're going to cut some dead weight there. That will help them with the calorie, salary cap. And number two, they are going to restructure some contracts and manipulate uh, the salary cap. Mickey Loomis does it every year. Eventually, it'll catch up to you, but there are ways to get beyond it. The salary cap when it comes to Russell Wilson and acquiring Russell Wilson is not an issue, especially because you're going to have to give up a lot, and that's okay. Honestly, I think New Orleans should be should fight for this and do whatever it takes to make it happen. I think that right now, New Orleans should give up whatever it takes. Give an offer, and if Seattle counters, you know, you negotiate. You don't just, here, take my entire roster. You absolutely negotiate, but what you should do if you're New Orleans is whatever it takes to get him. Because I, I don't think you could give up enough that would change your standing as a Super Bowl contending team with Russell Wilson as your quarterback to replace juries. I do not think there's enough that you could give up. Give up a lot. That's fine. Give up the farm. Give up draft picks. Give up Michael Thomas. Give up Marshawn Lattimore. Get Russell Wilson on this team. I think you have two guys that are untradeable on your roster. Everybody else is on the table. I think it's Alvin Kamara and it's Demario Davis. Alvin Kamara because he is, I mean, you guys watch him. I think he is the most, when you talk about running backs in the NFL, Derrick Henry is the best pure running back in the NFL. Alvin Kamara is one of, if not the most diverse weapon in the game. Because you can line him up at running back and he's good between the tackles. You can line him up at running back and get him on the edge. You can line him up in the slot and he can catch passes. The diversity of his skill set, I don't think is really, there's nobody in the NFL that I think is better. There's probably guys on his level, and I would hear those arguments. There's nobody to me that's better than Alvin Kamara and diversity of skill set. So I think he's untradeable. I think Demario Davis is untradeable, not just because he's a heck of a linebacker and the fact that he still can't make Pro Bowls is just mind-blowing. It's like these people don't even watch the games. He's an elite-level linebacker, but now that Drew Brees is gone, they have clearly transitioned him into that leadership role the last couple of years. I think he is a, a glue guy. I think he's a locker room guy that you just can't afford to get rid of. Hell of a player, great locker room glue guy. I think that's it. I love Cam Jordan. I think he's a culture setter as well. But if that's what it takes, Cam, I hope you like rainy weather. Have fun in Seattle. I love Cam Jordan. I really do. But I don't think he's untradeable. I think it's two guys, and it's Alvin Kamara, and it's Demario Davis. So, honestly, I mean, if you're asking what what I would give up, I mean, it's two first-round picks. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore is going to command such a high dollar in 2022. So you can give him up because it's not guaranteed that he's going to be in Seattle in 2022 anyway. And it's not guaranteed that he's going to be in New Orleans and after 2022 anyway. So you can give up a really good elite level defensive back that's on an expiring deal that you may not be able or want to pay anyway when it comes time to get him his new contract. Um, you could throw Marcus Davenport in there. If they want Michael Thomas, you throw Michael Thomas in there as well. And these kind of moves, back to the salary cap thing, 
these kind of moves would help alleviate your issues on the salary cap. So number one, you get an elite quarterback. I keep saying number one and number two today. Uh, You get an elite level quarterback in Russell Wilson. That makes you a Super Bowl contender. And you can help with big a big contract like Michael Thomas or guys that are on expiring contracts that you might not want to pay for later in like a Marshawn Lattimore or, or a Marcus Davenport. Maybe there's another secondary piece that they want. That's fine. Maybe a couple of mid-round picks. That's fine too. I don't think there is enough. Honestly, I don't think there's enough to give up that would make me not want Russell Wilson if I were the Saints. If it's two first-round picks, if it's a third and a fourth-round pick later on, if it's Michael Thomas and Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Davenport, if that's what it takes, sign me up. I'm in. Because with what is left behind after that is a Super Bowl-ready-made team this season. That's what happens. Immediately, right away, that's what happens. So there's nothing I wouldn't give up to get them. I think the Saints should be players in this deal. I have a feeling they've already been on the phone with Seattle, uh, getting gauging what it's worth. But if Seattle's asking, let's say, three first-round picks, and that's it, you do the deal. If it's three first-round picks and players, maybe you offer more players and knock that number down to two and maybe give them some mid-levels. You negotiate this thing. You don't give Seattle whatever they're asking for because they're going to ask for an astronomical price. But in negotiations, I think you negotiate until the end. You do not let Dallas or Chicago or Vegas acquire Russell Wilson when you could have. And I think they can and I think they should. But I also think that Vegas and Chicago are definitely going to be involved in this. But what about Dallas? That's that's tough. We debated this yesterday on the radio show. If you're Dallas, do you enter into this sweepstakes? Because although there are state fans that disagreed with this because they love their guy, uh, Russell Wilson is an upgrade over Dak Prescott. I cannot possibly entertain an argument that says I would rather have Dak Prescott on my team as a quarterback than Russell Wilson. I'm not talking about the other stuff, what it takes to get them. I'm talking about if you put them side by side and said you can have one or the other, which one are you picking? It's Russell Wilson 100 times out of 100. That's just the truth. It's 100 out of 100. You're taking Russell Wilson. No doubt about it. But Dallas has to make a decision here. Do they want to enter these sweepstakes? Because, like I said before, you're going to have to give up stuff, potentially a lot, to get Russell Wilson. Or you could give up none of that and keep Dak Prescott. Because if offered an extension, Dak will sign it. I don't think they're going to tag him again. I really don't. So what does Dallas do? If they play along with this, if they enter this fold, uh, just think about this in your head a little bit with me. Dallas enters the sweepstakes. They make an offer to Seattle. Seattle accepts that offer. Dak Prescott becomes a free agent. Dak Prescott comes home to Louisiana. I know that his hometown is actually closer to Dallas than New Orleans, but play along with me. So Dallas makes the best offer. Seattle accepts, sends Wilson to the Cowboys. Dak becomes a free agent. 
Dak Prescott, quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. I mean, I don't know if Dallas enters this fold or not, but if they do, that's a plausible scenario. And one, everybody around here's head would absolutely explode. That would be great for me in the content business, but also what a consolation prize. I would accept, I mean, I would much rather have Wilson. That's just the truth. But if you're telling me that that the Saints can't get Russell Wilson and their consolation prize would be signing Dak Prescott without having to give up a bunch of picks and stuff, I, I mean, please and thank you, give me Dak Prescott. That, I mean, those are the two outcomes here that that you hope as a Saints fan happens. You either want your team to fight to the very end to get Russell Wilson, or do you want the Cowboys to do that? Chicago and, and Vegas, you mm. – and if I were Russell Wilson, I, especially Chicago, I mean, maybe they'll let you be involved in, in decisions more and, and stuff like that, but – that doesn't fit the list to me at all. Uh, and either really does Vegas because it is a little dysfunctional. I know he and Gruden apparently have a good rapport with each other, but yikes. And Vegas is motivated to move off of Derek Carr, it seems. Um, but if you're a Saints fan or if you're a Mississippi State fan, um, I think it would be best for Dak. That's the next layer. If you're Dak Prescott, what do you want? Apparently, he grew up a Cowboys fan, like he said. He grew up not far from Dallas. I'm sure he loves Dallas. Being the quarterback for the Cowboys is a great thing for marketability. If you look at his endorsements, my goodness, man. I mean, he is everywhere. Being the quarterback of the Cowboys is probably the highest profile spot for an athlete in this country. I mean, is there is there a second to that? I think it's quarterback of the Cowboys is the most high-profile, scrutinized job in American sports. So, preferably, he'd be the quarterback of the Cowboys. But for his career, if he wants to win and win a Super Bowl, wouldn't you rather go to New Orleans and play for Sean Payton and have Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas? Because you wouldn't have to deal him at that point. Emmanuel Sanders... That defense, that culture, that coaching in your home state, even though you were you grew up closer to Dallas, that would be a better situation for him career-wise and, and football-wise for sure. A couple of comments here. One, I don't care how good Russell Wilson is. Without a better defense, the Cowboys will not go any further. You're not wrong. And then you also say, I'm a Cowboys fan, but also a state and Dak fan, so I'm torn, but I'll support Dak leaving. I, I'm sure it would be... You know, as a Cowboys fan, losing Dak would hurt. Um, but he would go to an awesome situation. I mean, I think either one of these guys for the Saints, if it's Dak, if it's Russell Wilson, I think they're Super Bowl contenders regardless. So at least if you lose your guy in Dak Prescott as a State fan and a Cowboys fan, at least you know he's going to a place where he will be a Super Bowl contender, and probably would win a Super Bowl. He is heavily scrutinized. We had somebody text into the radio show yesterday and say, uh, the Saints have already had bad quarterback play. Don't put Dak Prescott on that. It would just make it worse. And I thought, um, I think that's crazy. I, I love Drew Brees. 
I mean, he is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live. He's the most accurate passer of all time. And what he did for that franchise extends far beyond wins and losses and touchdown passes and the Super Bowl. But the last three years or two years, really, of Drew Brees in New Orleans, um, he handicapped that team. They were so limited because he could not throw a deep ball. And then towards the end of this past season, they were winning games, honestly, in spite of him. Um, If you think right now that Dak Prescott would not be a marked improvement over the Drew Brees you just got last year, I think you're insane, really. Um, That's that's clouded judgment based on what Brees did five years ago, ten years ago, and not what Drew Brees is today because Dak Prescott would be a massive upgrade at the quarterback position. You could actually incorporate the deep ball in your offense. He's heavily scrutinized, and a lot of it is undeserved. So it would be a great situation for him. But, man, this is exciting. I mean, I've got content for days now until something works out. I know a lot of people say that Seattle's not going to move him and they're going to mend this, and this is all just kind of media drumming stuff up. But his agent, Russell Wilson's agent, gave a list of teams, and one of them, New Orleans, is a far better fit than the one he's got right now. And it's a team that has cap issues, so they need to get rid of bad contracts, like the Michael Thomas contract, for example. Uh, It's a team that's going to want to make some moves. I know they believe in Jameis Winston, um, and that wouldn't be the end of the world if that's what they settle on, trust me. I mean, for all of his faults, uh, for all of his ability to throw 30 interceptions, Jameis Winston is a guy that threw for 5,000 yards in an NFL season. That did happen. So if if Jameis is the fallback plan, that's fine. But if you can get Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson, uh, it changes the dynamic of that team, regardless of what you have to give up. I think New Orleans is going to be highly motivated to get this done, far more motivated than Dallas. Um, Vegas is going to be motivated to get this done. I assume Chicago is going to be motivated to get this done. But if you're Wilson and those three teams are pursuing your services, you'd rather be in New Orleans, I think. Um, so we'll see how this plays out. I don't think it's as simple as, oh, yeah, Seattle's just – they're just going to mend this. It's going to be fine. No big deal. I don't think that's the case. A public list of teams has been made. He has publicly criticized you for not having a good offensive line and not addressing it in the draft. He had, There is now – public criticism of the way they've handled you internally. And now you've got a team that is putting to bed their quarterback, looking for the next one who would be highly motivated to get you. I don't think that it's just, yeah, Seattle's they're just going to figure it out. I don't buy that at all. Not at all. This is a fascinating storyline. I can't wait, man. And I hope the Saints do what it takes to get them. I love Cam Jordan. I don't think he's untradeable. I think Demario Davis, with his his leadership, the quality of person he is, and how good of a linebacker he is, I think he's untradeable and Kamara's untradeable. Everybody else is on the table. Mickey Loomis, Sean Payton, go get this done. Bring Russell Wilson home, even though I don't know if he's ever been to Louisiana outside of road games. Bring him home. Or Dallas, bring him home and let – the Saints signed Dak Prescott. Either one. I'd be happy with both. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search my name. Um, I just 
just launched this morning. So uh, you will be my first subscriber on the channel. Um, I hope that works out. I like YouTube a lot better. I know a lot of you have asked for it. So I'm excited to bring that to you. Glad that you're with me. Hope we can get some baseball in this weekend, although I really, really doubt it. Uh, Ole Miss has a very important basketball game this weekend, and it's really only important because they cannot, they, they can't lose it. They just can't. Um, but they're still there. They're the seventh team out, according to Joe Lenardi. So if you don't get baseball this weekend, at least you have a semi-important basketball game to watch on the Ole Miss side of things. We'll keep following this Russell Wilson storyline. We'll talk about it more on the radio show this afternoon, I'm sure, because you just can't escape this anywhere you go. And um, looking forward to being with you on Monday. So y'all have a great weekend. Be safe out there with the weather. And uh, Monday morning at 8. I'll see you then. Y'all have a good one. Talk Mississippi Media Production.